and welcome to the Best Self Podcast. It's your girl Nick here for episode number one. Oh, I'm just so excited. I'm so super excited to be here. Best Self Podcast has been a idea of mine for such a long time and I've just had so much that I wanted to say over years and years and years going along through the journey of my own best self project which I started probably getting on for about like eight or nine years ago now when I was in a place of just complete stagnation and depression and burnout and in a place in my life where I felt that I'd lost hope that things could be any better. It was in that time in my life that I decided that things must change. Things had to change. I had to change. And I embarked on what I called in my own mind, my best self project, because it wasn't about getting goals anymore. It wasn't about, you know, earning a certain amount of money or getting the house or achieving the business goals anything like that. It wasn't about creating the picture that I had in my mind anymore. Instead, it was about learning how to be the best version of myself and showing up for that version in order to be the best mum, the best wife, the best woman I knew how to be. And it's a journey I'm still on every day, every week, every month. My life is a roller coaster, probably like yours. It's ups, it's downs, it's all arounds. <laughs> and, and the best self podcast for me, a way of sharing that journey, hoping that it will connect me with others along the way who are going through their journey and learn from them and share with them and go through it together. Because you know, sometimes life is lonely. Sometimes life is isolating. And I spent far too long in my life feeling like I was lost and stuck, but the only way out was to fix it myself. And that really was a limiting belief that I had, you know, very much like I've got to do this myself. I have to do it myself. I have to turn my life around myself. And all I ended up doing was shutting a load of people out of my life. And getting more and more unhappy. And trust me, it's been nearly a decade of self analysis. And, you know, self development and personal growth and personal development has always been something I've been interested in since my dad handed me a book when I was, I think it was about 14. And it was called Mind Store by Jack Black. He just got back from a conference and he was really excited to share what he'd learned there. And he passed me this book. And from that moment, I became obsessed. And then I devoured this book and started putting it into practice. So I remember all throughout my exams in school, my GCSEs, I put these mind store techniques into practice. And then he gave me another book, The Magic of Thinking Big. I can't remember who wrote that. I think someone Schwartz. And from that moment, I have never stopped reading. I can't tell you the amount of books that I have read and reread and have on my bookshelf and on my Kindle and passages saved to my phone and quotes written down and journals and journals and journals that I've written all on this journey that I now call my best self project. 
And my intention with the Best Self podcast is to share the things that I'm learning along the way with you guys and get the feedback from you and get your ideas and be inspired by your journeys and share them with the world as well so we can all learn and grow together. It's been such a huge passion of mine that I wanted to embark on, but something that I have just held back from doing for so long. And I held back because Firstly, I was just overwhelmed by the scale of what I was about to do. It just felt so big. You know, in my life, I've got obviously two kids, I've got a business, we have staff, you know, got a lot going on. And, you know, adding another to-do on my list just felt so unbelievably overwhelming. So I've put this off for years until it got to a point where I got really, really unhappy and felt really, really empty despite the successes from the outside that people were seeing in our life. Um, you know, so the business, you know, doing really, really well and, you know, the business was growing year on year and the kids doing really well, despite the challenges, you know, that we have in our life. And despite the challenges that our eldest has, who has autism and people just, you know, seeing the, the visual of how it looked and thinking she's got it made, you know, she's got, she's got a great life. And on the inside, I was feeling incredibly empty and confused because I'd hit all my goals. I'd achieved the million pound business, which had been a massive goal from the age of 16. I don't know why. And I wanted to own a business and run a business that hit a million pound turnover. And the minute I did that, I started to question why, why did I have that goal? It changed nothing. It meant nothing. It you know, and of course, you know, there is a lot to be said for having financial security 100%. But the thing that was astounding to me was that it had been a goal for pretty much all of my life. I'd placed so much value on it, on achieving it. And it was such a big one that I questioned whether I could achieve it. And the minute I did, I kind of thought, oh, that's interesting. And everything fell apart quite quickly after that. I became unfulfilled. I became depressed again and just couldn't piece it all together. And I believe that is why there was this voice within me speaking to me all the time saying, there's more on offer here. Because it was more about that I felt like I had things to share, things to give. I wanted more connection with people. I wanted deep connection because I think we all have so much connection now, don't we? It's all quite shallow and empty. It's chit chat, it's likes on Facebook, it's, you know, a heart on Insta, it's a quick TikTok. It's also shallow and empty. And I was craving in my life much more meaningful and deep connection. And the podcast has been in my mind a way of doing that for such a long time but I was so scared because I felt that it was so me so unfiltered just me with a microphone no script just an idea in my head talking and I felt far too vulnerable to do that and it's taken an awful lot of work on myself to hit record <laughs> and now I'm here I don't know what I was scared about 
And I think that's where I want to start today. I want to start with those things. The things that are speaking from your soul, your spirit, your absolute heart that is telling you that there are things you should be doing or could be doing that would change your life, but you're not doing because you're waiting for the right time. And I guess I wanted this first episode very much to be, what are you waiting for? And I say that to myself because I am as guilty as anyone uh, for putting the brakes on for making excuses, for coming up with 10,000 reasons of why I should not do something because it feels outside of my comfort zone. And I think for me, this first episode had to be to address that question. What are you waiting for? Because I found that when it comes to working on things that are really, really important, we tend to procrastinate, don't we? You know, we tend to say, do you know what? I'm going to start that diet on Monday. It has to be a Monday, doesn't it? (laughs) You know, when you start a diet or a new fitness regime, it has to be a Monday or I'll start that in the new year. First of January, I'm there. But then actually what happens is you're hungover on the first of January or, you know, something comes up at work on the Monday and then you're like, all right, well, there's no point starting it now. Is there? I'll wait till next week. I'll have to wait till next Monday now. I can't start on a Tuesday. Who starts something new on a Tuesday? (laughs) So I think for me, my biggest lesson and the hardest lesson, and it's a lesson I don't think I'm ever going to nail, but it's an awareness that I have to have, is that stop waiting till Monday. The only time to take action is now. It's the only time. It's the only certainty. It's the only certain moment we have now. Because when you don't take action now, when the motivation grabs you, when the idea presents itself to you, I think that's your spirit talking to you. I think that's your soul saying, girl, go. And what happens is during that moment, you know, we're listening, we're tuned in to where we're really meant to be. And when we say, leave it for a few seconds, if we don't take action in those moments, what happens? And they reckon it's within like five seconds. You know, it can be that quick. Your brain gets involved in the conversation and your brain, your head, it's all about keeping you exactly where you are, safe, nice and safe. We all know where we are when we let our head rule all the time. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, we all need to use logic now and again. We need to use our brains. We need to use our head. We need to be practical on 100%. But when our heart's speaking to us and we keep letting our brain control the dialogue, when we let our head dictate, what happens is we stop listening to our soul. We stop listening to that spirit. We stop trusting our instincts. We stop trusting ourselves. And instead, we stay safe. But when this happens over long periods of time and you keep stuffing down that voice and letting the head take over and letting the excuses come in. So the urge takes you, for example, to get your trainers on and go for a run. Yeah, do it. Do it. Go, 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 go. 
And in that moment, you've got to get your trainers on because otherwise what happens is the brain kicks into gear and it slams on the brakes and you look out the window, you go, ah, but it's raining, isn't it? It's raining and God God forbid it's a Wednesday. (laughs) It's not Monday either. Good Lord, absolutely no point starting this now. Let's wait for the perfect weather and the perfect Monday. Let's do it then. That's what happens when you wait. And there's a science behind this. It's called activation energy. Look it up. It's actually a thing. And if you don't take action, if you don't utilize and capitalize and jump all over your activation energy when it hits you, within five, 10 seconds, the brain just goes, slams on the brakes. Go, no, don't do that. Don't do that. It's raining. Your hair will get wet. Don't do that. Pop your slippers on. Have a nice cup of tea instead. That is the danger of waiting till Monday. And I spent years metaphorically waiting till Monday. I'll do that next week. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. I'll start next week. There's no point me starting now. I'll wait till this holiday is over. I'll wait till the school holidays are over. I'll start in the next term. I'll wait till things quiet down at work. Oh, yeah, because they always do. I'll wait till the kids are a bit older. I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. And I think the one thing that life should have taught us all over the last few years is that life doesn't wait. Not for anyone. The only for sure you have, the only certain moment that you have is right now. And if your heart is speaking to you, urging you to do something, to take action, do it. Do it now. And I mean now, if your heart is speaking to you in this moment, hit pause and just follow what it's telling you to do. Make the call, send the email, have the conversation, get your trainers on, hit the gym, go for a run, choose the healthier option. Whatever your heart is telling you to do, it's because it knows it's the best thing for you. It's what you need. And the reason if you have been feeling stuck, stagnant, lost, lacking in direction with no clarity, you feel like day to day, you're just trying to get through the day. You're not living. You're not vibrant. You're not feeling alive anymore. It's because you spent too long ignoring those messages. You've let the brain hit the brakes too many times. And now you've reached a point where you don't trust the voice anymore. You've turned the volume down on your heart voice, on that spirit, on your soul. You've turned the voice down. And instead, you've done the sensible thing. Well, it's raining, isn't it? The thing is about procrastination and the thing is when it comes to the important things in life that are life-changing, that will change your life, is that you're probably never going to really feel like doing it (laughs) because they're never the easy things. They're never the things that just take five minutes. The things that require a level of dedication, commitment, they require you to show up. They require you to be a bit uncomfortable. And that is why if you don't take action, when the activation energy hits, you never make progress. You keep making excuses. And then one day you turn around and go, well, I'm just not capable of that. I might as well just let that go as a goal. There's no point in me wanting that anymore. I never make any progress. And it's not because you're incapable. It's not because you can't do it. 
And I know you're busy. I know you're busy. But it's also not because you've got no time. It's because you are prioritizing your schedule. You're prioritizing your to-dos. And instead, you need to schedule your priorities. You need to make them a must. They go to the top of the list first. Because the two main reasons that people don't take action on the things that feel really important to them, the things that people say are, I don't have time or just don't have the willpower to maintain the results or I don't have the willpower to stick at something. And when it comes to time, we've all got the exact same time. We each have 24 hours in the day. So what is it about the people who are getting the results that you want? What are they doing? I guarantee you they're prioritizing the things that are important to them first. I guarantee they're listening to that voice. I guarantee they're taking action when activation energy hits. And then following that, they're making a commitment. They're making a commitment to do the things that feel uncomfortable, to take action when they don't feel like it, and to do it every day consistently. That's how then you get past the willpower thing. You need far less willpower when you prioritize important things first. You get the important thing done first. It's like for me recording these podcasts, it's been a real stretch to get here and I've had to make them the first thing that I do every day. I've had to make prioritizing this podcast, it, it had to be a must because it was three years down the line and I hadn't done a thing. I kept making excuses. I don't have the time. I don't have the headspace. I've not got any ideas. And then sometimes the ideas would just hit me like a wave. And I'd be like, oh, I need to talk about this. And instead of getting on the mic and hitting record, I'd write them down or I'd make a note. And sometimes that's not enough. You've got to take action when the motivation, the inspiration, when the voice speaks to you. Because that is the thing. I think about the important things in life, the things that are life-changing. Yeah, for sure, sometimes they can be maybe a snap decision. You might, you know, just make a snap decision one day and it changes your life. In the main, I think it's the things that you work on. It's the daily habits, the daily routines, the rhythm of your week, how you operate, how you show up, if you show up. It's those things that change the person who you are. It's those things that create your best self. So I thought that's the best place to start today, isn't it? It's the best place to start for the best self podcast is, did you have things, the same resolutions on your list last year than you do this year? Have the same resolutions been on there for five years? Were you not taking action? Were you holding back? Were you allowing your brain to slam on the brakes when inspiration, motivation, hit you? Where are you stuffing that voice down? What is it saying to you that you're ignoring because it feels too hard to address? Those are the places to start. Those are the questions to answer. That's your starting point. If you want to live your best life yet, and oh, let it be our best life yet. Let it be our best year ever. Then they are the questions to start with. Where are you slamming on the brakes? Where are you holding back? Where are you not showing up in your life? What has that voice been saying that you have been stuffing down, muffling, 
turning the volume down. Turn that dial up. Turn it loud. Let your heart speak to you and do something. If your voice is telling you to go for a run, if you feel it, then go. Whether it's raining, whether it's snowing, whatever. Get your trainers on and go because I guarantee you, you are not going to regret it. Even if you soak to the skin, you're freezing. You will feel elated because you listened, because you captured your activation energy. You took action. You did it. You went for it. No one ever feels bad about those moments. No one ever feels bad about doing that. The things we regret is the things we don't do. The things we regret are ignoring our voice, ignoring our instincts, holding back, playing small. They're the things you regret. And I speak from experience, lots of it, (laughs) for years. We do it because we tell ourselves stories. We tell ourselves stories about why we should not do those things, why we cannot do those things. And instead of focusing on all those reasons, we should just pull our focus back to the voice. That's it. Take the next step. Listen to the voice. Sometimes you don't need to have it all planned out. You don't need to have it all figured out. And this is going to, especially going to the women out there who are feeling completely burnt out, drained of all life. Stop trying to figure it all out. Just listen to the voice and do the next thing. Don't need a plan. You don't need to have a strategy. You don't need it all figured out. Those things can help and they will come. But step one is listen to the voice and follow it. That's it. So I'm going to give you an example. Not long ago, I was really struggling to trust myself. I'd I'd lost trust in my instincts. I was feeling very confused, directionless. I, I couldn't make a decision. I'd become really incapable of making a decision and they could be easy decisions. And it was because I'd stuffed this voice down for so, so long that I just could not make a decision anymore. And my life had become very small, very local. So physically, you know, I wasn't going far. I wasn't seeing many people. And after a number of challenging years, I just didn't want to be seen. There was a level of awareness within me that knew I wasn't quite operating where I wanted to be. I wasn't who I wanted to be. And because of that, I I hid away. And it it turns out, actually, it was a really great year. It was a tough year. It was an emotional year, but I needed the time away. I think sometimes when you're burnt out, it's okay to retreat. It's okay to just go, do you know what? It's all just too much for me right now. I need to hibernate. I need to retreat. I need to go within myself. And I made life very, very simple. And it just became very much about my family and school and just the needs of the business. And just, I kind of just, I I rested a lot. Throughout this period, these voices were speaking to me and telling me, pointing me in the direction. And I kept stuffing them down because they required energy because they felt uncomfortable to do some of these things. It felt like I needed to really step out. So I thought, do you know what I need to do? I just need to build energy. That's it. I'm going to spend the year building back my energy. That's it. I knew that was the first place I had to start. And then once my energy was back, I thought, right, 
now it's time to move forward. But I could not make a decision. Just lost, lost that trust in myself. And you want to know where I started? I drove the kids to school and I very often take the dog for a walk after school. So take the dog in the car with the kids. And then once I've dropped them off, get the dog and we go for our walk. And this one morning, it was a gorgeous morning. The sun was shining, it was frosty and it it was just glorious. And I had this voice and it just said to me, just leave the car, leave the car, school and go for your walk and then walk home. And as I was on my walk and I was debating and I debated and debated and debated, do I, do I leave the car? Should I walk home? Should I go back? Should I? And, it, and, and then I caught myself having this dialogue and thought, ridiculous. This is not a big decision. Walk home. And I made that decision and walked home. And then at school time, walked the dog back and picked them up. And, you know, something as simple as that, I needed to just trust the voice and go along with it to know that the world wouldn't end, to know that I'd be okay, to know that that was safe, to be spontaneous in the moment. It had been that long as a mum, as a business owner, as a boss who had spent years trying to keep control over absolutely everything, trying to prevent any upset, any tears make sure everything was fair, make sure everyone felt valued, make sure everyone felt seen and heard and basically prioritising everyone's needs above my own and ended up where A, I had no energy and had to spend a year replenishing that and then B, ended up not even trusting myself to make any kind of decision about the direction of my own life. And it started with where I should walk and that was the first step figuratively and literally. And from there, every day I started making these little decisions every day, quick ones. So rather than overanalyze and have a whole dialogue in my mind about, should I do this? Should I do that? What about this? I just went with it. I just went with it. Those are the decisions I made in the early days. And I would implore you, if you are feeling drained, lost, you don't know which way to turn, and you've been stuffing down those voices and wait until Monday or wait until the new year or waiting for this, waiting for the perfect conditions, waiting, waiting, waiting. You've been waiting to, I don't know, I'm just thinking of examples that people have said to me recently, you know, waiting until you can fit in that dress, waiting until the school holidays are over, waiting until the summer, the spring, the weather gets a bit better, waiting until you have lost the weight in order to move jobs or go after the guy or, you know, whatever it is. It's the holding back that over time destroys your confidence in yourself because you learn to not trust the voice. And that is my intention for today's podcast. It's all I want you to do. Listen into the voice and take action on it now. Capture that activation energy If your heart is speaking to you right now and you know you should do something or you feel like doing something or you know that this could be the start of your journey if you just listen to that voice, I beg you just do it. Just do it and see what happens. It's the first step. Just follow the voice. Of course, it's important to be sensible, to consider others, you know, all of that noise that we have going on in our head. Yes, of course. 
So that's me. That's the first Best Self podcast episode done today. I'll listen to the voice. I hope it was worth it. But either way, whether one person listens, no one listens, I've done it. I listen to the voice and it feels so good. So please today, if your voice is speaking, capture that activation energy, go for it. Get the trainers on, make the call, send the email, have the conversation, commit, take that first step. I'll catch you on the next episode, everyone. Please be sure to subscribe and please leave a review. I'd love to hear what you think. Take care, girls. Catch you on the next episode.